Christine Schuyler, Chautauqua County Public Health Director, with a very important message. We need you to make every effort to protect yourselves and our healthcare workers. If you absolutely don't need to go out, don't. If you have a mild cold or flu-like symptoms, with or without a fever, stay home. If your symptoms are severe, call your healthcare provider. Do not go to the emergency room or urgent care. Do not call 911 or go to the ER unless you are experiencing a life-threatening emergency. The best ways you can help prevent the spread of COVID-19 are to wash your hands often with soap and water, cover your cough, avoid close contact with others. Please stay home. This is Digital Radio. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's just chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN Radio Network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to Indie Spotlight. Today we have K.E. Durham of the Black Nova Experience. Hello, K.E., how are you? Good afternoon, good evening. I am very black. <laughs> I'm very black. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad to be here. With no better way to be. Well, I thank you for coming into the spotlight today, and let's just jump right in there and get the questions going. So tell me, what first attracted you to music? My grandmother, Miss Claudia Mae Dorham, Carson County, Texas, walking around through the house, humming songs, washing dishes, and actually just rhyming. She would say all sorts of little funny stuff, you know, and 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 I was like, all these years later, I'm like, wow, Mama was rhyming, <laughs> and my dad walking around through the house humming bass lines to songs. So I have an affection for bass lines. I really didn't, you know, you, any little kid, you know, you you don't think you're gonna grow up to be some singing star? Not really, you know, especially in Texas, you know, you um you spend so much time thinking about athletics. You know, football was my first love, you know, uh, but. You know, as as time goes on, you know, you find yourself trying to sing some of the stuff that you hear, you know, on the radio. And, and uh, the interesting thing is, you know, hear something funny. I used to think that every time I heard someone singing, you know, or the song on the radio, that they were actually at the radio station <laughs> every every <laughs> letter. <laughs> the okay. things I that go through. I think many of us did. I think a lot of us did. Yeah, the uh, things that go through people's minds. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would, I would try to sing behind Must Be a Special Lady. Or, uh, and and I said, oh, I don't think they heard this part right here. When I see them, I'm going to tell them they should sing this part right here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so, so it was Grandma and Dad that inspired you for music. Yeah, yeah. Um. 
I sang the senior class song in high school, but I don't think I did very well. But uh, I did make an attempt at it. Um, but it was really um, my junior college years. I, I wrote poetry to a girlfriend that I was with for a number of years in high school and then, you know, my first three years of, of college. And uh, when she decided to uh, go her own way, uh, those uh, love poems turned into pretty sobby attempts at writing uh, uh, love ballads. Uh, by that time, I was on campus at Prairie View A&M, and, uh, you know, it went from there to I was over a friend's house in the summer, and they were had a new little rap group together and everything, and, of course, you know, I heard where they needed a bass line. They were stuck on a song, and I gave them a bass line, and, and um, they took it and put it in the song. I said, huh, maybe I can help. And so I went home and wrote, you know, uh, a rhyme, but I didn't rap. And when I gave it to them, uh, the twins, the Xerox twins back home in Fort Worth, they uh, well, man, we don't do this kind of rap. Um, maybe, uh, maybe you could do it. And I was like, well, I'd hate to throw it away. It's a good song. So I learned it line by line painfully till I could finally do two lines and then four. And next thing you know, I'm writing these raps, you know, along with these sobby ballads and stuff. And uh, I pretty, I got kind of spread around with what I was writing on. You know, I would have lines of paper going from the foot of my bed all the way up to the head and leaning on one side, and I'd jump from page to page, different song to different song, according to what came to my head. And I spent a while doing that until uh, I started rapping on the campus at Prairie View A&M and, got a, an award. I said I was second best rapper on campus going into my senior year. Mm. And uh, and so uh, when I came back from my senior year, because I wasn't, you know, doing uh, just a whole bunch of flamboyant rap, I was actually rapping about, you know, some serious matters. They actually wouldn't let me on the talent show, not even when two slots came open. So my political science instructor, when he got worried about me being uh, held out of the talent shows, uh, Dr. Imari Abubakari Obedele, the first president of the Republic of New Africa, Jackson, Mississippi, 68, uh, he m marched me up to the political science department. They sponsored me to start going around and doing reparations conferences, and I performed in front of X-Clan in Atlanta in my senior year, and my first uh, teacher of consciousness, Dr. Um, Ishaka Musa Barishango. I started out listening to his tape lectures and all, and so um, I finished up at Prairie View. I met a couple of associates there. Um, uh, Tony Bird, she ran track. I played football. Todd Thomas. Um, he was a four-year, all-expense-paid uh, uh, vocal, you know, major. And uh, I put us together, and I would write their parts and write my parts, and I would, you know, I would rap, and then I would bring them, and this was after I graduated. And I finally found a producer down in Houston and uh, moved down to Houston after my first year working professionally just to start my first album. And, I would write all the Todd's parts and write all the Tony's parts. And 
and then um, I would go in and I would lay down, you know, all of my rap parts, and then I would do a rough draft of their parts and bring them in separately, and it all started to fuse together and had something there, KED and the flow. Hmm. Um, and I was I was in Houston for three years, you know, learning uh, more than just music. <laughs> I was learning life and uh, yeah, my my first producer, uh, Archie Ray Jackson, we went by blast and on the north side of Houston, Studywood. He uh, he was like a big brother to me. Uh, he was like my my counselor, my guide, you know, my my protectorate, everything. You know, I'd be at work at Compact Computer, and he'd call me, you know, hit me on the pager at lunch, and and I would call back home, and he would always be filling me in on some information and all. And uh, after about three years of being in Houston, he got uh, he got taken away by a drunk driver. That that really changed my life you know he was the first uh first person i had like that you know to look over me like that and when he got taken i was lost uh the next year i ended up here you know in, in oakland uh, i've been here ever since i had no idea what all was going to take place when i moved here and so since i've been here i've been able to travel on the other side of the world and i've acted in stage theater runs here and i've acted in movies here and oh i met uh I met somebody I guess I was destined to be with, seeing as we were dating about six months before we found out that her mother was a year behind my mother and father at the same high school back home in Fort Worth. <laughs> that my uh, my uh, father used to go over to their house and kick it with her uncle uh, when they were teens, and we found this all out six months after dating. Wow. And so now we're married. <laughs> We're going to stop right there, and we're going to go to a break, and we're going to come back and learn more about Mr. K.E. Durham. K.E.D. Suggesting that you step in the name of Ricardo Love. Hills on hills. Yeah, that's right. Looks like I'm eating out tonight. So tasty, tasty. 
anywhere because there's more just chat with Bree to come.
KYBN. And welcome back to our Indie Spotlight with Mr. K.E. Durham. He has given us a brief synopsis of how he got into music, who inspired him, his grandmother and father, and what he went on to do with his talents. So now I have a question for you. What genre of music do you create? Because I understand it's more than just one. Yeah, we, uh, Black Nova, me and my co-producer, Ricardo Love, we are in position to do what no music group has ever done in the history of music. And that is we are in position to drop uh, at least 10 songs in nine different genres all at once. Now, here's my other question. How do you describe your creative process? What is your creative process? And because you do so many different genres, what inspires you to do them? Um, my own personal experience and everything that's going on around me, uh, not just directly, but in the world. Um, everything, we don't do filler songs. Everything we write is is rich in content. Any listener, if it's a love song or R&B song, you're going to get some healing out of it, um, some problem solving out of it, some encouragement out of it, some empowerment out of it. And we, I make sure that the lyrics are not corny or um, cliche. I say things in a pretty real manner that where it really cuts through to let the listener know that they're not specially cursed and they're not alone. Uh, so, yeah, the, the creative process is just uh, what I've gone through personally, being honest with self and recognizing, you know, the interactions between people in the world and how they could be remedied. That's even when we're writing, you know, just fun songs. There's always some type of remedy in a Black Nova song. Now, we've been closed up because of COVID, and we're opening back up now. So have you been performing online on the Zoom or the Instagram um, locally, or has that been shut down and you're just getting ready to start going out again? During the last past year and a half, it kind of shut everybody down. Um, I pretty much continued doing what we were doing the whole past seven, eight years, uh, at least seven years. We've just been in the lab, just finishing our work and polishing off these seven albums that we've done in the last seven years. But we did get a chance to uh, we did get a chance to to sneak into a warehouse and film a, a eight song rock video montage uh, that will be releasing a little bit later uh, this year. Uh, heavy content. Uh, it definitely lets you know that black people surely know invented rock, and we have not gone away from it. Ah, I see. So now I want to ask you a question about the Internet. How has it helped you, or how do you think it's hindered you, and what do you think about the new modern-day Internet artists? Talent? No talent? I think it's, it's given everybody who at least uses the, the, the Internet format in a, in a proper way to get their art out, to let the audience be the judge. And it's definitely a major, major help. When I started my first album back in 93, I'm kind of telling on myself, that album started out being recorded on ADAT. And then uh, before I could finish that album, I went to DA88, another type of tape format that's smaller than the ADAT. And then it went to the computer. So we went through three different technologies for me to finish that album after I moved out here and got my head straight from losing my, my first producer class. 
It, we went through three different technologies before I finished that one album. Time was just changing at that time. You know, the technology was just changing so rapidly at that time. The other thing is you used to have to find the A&R person for some record label in order to perform for them uh, so that they could take you into a, a, a record company if, you know, uh, if you if they thought you were good enough, and then they put you on, and of course we know how it goes. You know, you get the bill, and they put you on, they put you out there, and they put your product out there, and then you end up owing them for the first two albums and all, and you hope you you know get promoted enough so you can have some longevity, so you can pay that back and finally get to your own money. Well, there came a time where just finding the A&R person wasn't good enough. You had to have a tape, you know, and then. A few years after that, it became, well, a taste not good enough. Now you need uh, a package. And so, you know, you're taking, you know, your money's out of your working man pockets, trying to find people to help put this package together. And then not even the package was good enough. Then it became the package plus now we've gone from tapes to CDs. CD sales. How many CDs have you sold? And then it even went to a how big your audience. So everything that the record labels used to do, it became, you know, put on the artist's back. And this is before the Internet became, you know, such a big help to. And so artists have always been breaking their necks you know, to get a deal uh, only to do now, you know, be put in a position where they do all the work to deliver to a record label for them to sign on for 90% of everything you did, you know, and leave you with debt and, and you know, write you off as a, as a tax exemption at the end of the year and you still end up owing them. Well, the Internet has changed all that. Thank goodness. Yes, it has made a lot of changes. Some for the good, some for the bad, some just changes. <laughs> all right. We are going to take a small break, and we will be right back with Mr. K.E. Doran. Thank you. 
How can the listeners mm-hmm. and the audience contact you? What are your websites and your Twitters and Instagrams and all of those things? We are listed under Black Nova Entertainment. Uh, our main website is Black Nova Entertainment as Black Nova, N-O-V-A, entertainment.com. We are Black Nova Entertainment on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, you will either recognize the, the Black Love album cover, uh, red background with the red, black, and green stripes going through it, and the soul sister and brother, you know, kissing with the love symbol in their hand, or you'll find the Eye of Horus um, on our advertisement uh, 
But that's how you can find us right now. Awesome. That's awesome. So what is some of the best advice that you've been given about your career? And what is some advice that you would give to someone that was trying to break into the music industry? <laughs> I think uh, the best advice that I had actually didn't come from anyone else. It came from my experiences. Um, every, every artist, we have a problem. We want to have our product liked by who we want to have it liked by. And that's not always the art uh, the audience that we get. And so, and, and that's just being young. You want to be liked by certain people. But in my maturity, of course, I've learned that whomever draws connection to what you're putting out is your audience and, and to let it be and to not be sensitive about your art because art is subjective, which means that who you might want it to really like it may not like it. And somebody else may be just totally flabbergasted by it and respect that that's that's one two what would i advise other artists music can be expensive it's less expensive to do now than it ever had been before back in the day i would tell people after i tried to sell my first album in 2006 to realize what uh advertisement and promotion monies actually you know cost and i was whoo after trying to sell that first album i was so mad i was so on fire people would ask me hey man how can i do like you man because they saw my stuff on you know local cable you know my videos and everything and I'll tell them, is it going to kill you to not do music? Because if it's not going to kill you to not do music, find you another hobby. Now, if it's going to kill to not do this music, then I guess you got to do this music. <laughs> so be willing to spend your own money because no one's going to help you. <laughs> you know? right, right, right. So you really curious about this, can do the music. If you're not, find you a less expensive hobby. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was Right. What would you change about the music industry if you could change anything? I think what what I would have changed is already changed. Thank goodness. You know, the Internet and self-promotions uh, gives people a chance to um, not be subject to 360 deals and to be subject to only putting out what a record label tells you you should put out. You know, I, I hear these stories about how uh, lots of artists that we know that has gone now. Uh, had all this other music and stuff, but the, the the record label, you know, prohibited them from putting that version out and this version. So we don't have those type of restrictions anymore. And as much as you can do for yourself is as much as you can do. You know, it can be as big as your pocketbook. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I know I've, I have broken myself to put a big face on Black Nova. And when you see Black Nova, Black Nova looks like somebody put something behind it. And I do that so that black people in particular know that you don't have to be with a record label in order to do, you know, uh, some really uh, nice work, that you don't have to be, you know, with a filming company to film your own things. It's whatever you put your energies and your pocketbook. When you're performing and you look out at the audience, what is it that you want them to get from your music? I would like them to take a message home with them. No matter what the song is, to take a message home with them. Take something with them that keeps Black Nova in their heart because we really do do music um for the for the healing of people for the upliftment of people we really do we're, we're not just making sounds there's not a whole bunch of ooh, baby babies you know just because you can hit a line or you can you can sing or you can riff you know we we do mu we do purposeful music it's enjoyable it's fun you can space out to it but it's something there still so yeah just to take it home with them let it live with them if you could collaborate with any artist who would it be I've written a song that I know if a male LaRue sang this song of mine, 
it, it would. I'd give it away for free just for her to sing it. <laughs> yeah, that oh. that would be. I, 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 a while back, I really wanted to do some songs with Michelle Indigay Ocello. She has this nice, sultry, soulful thing, you know, and groove that I that I always liked. Uh, her Plantation Lullaby album was one of my favorites. Uh, but man, it, I guess I'd be naming people forever. So tell me, what's your favorite song to perform and why? Ooh, I like. Uh, hmm. I like doing uh, the Butterflies cover of Michael Jackson's song uh, in tribute to Michael Jackson. Of course, nobody's Michael Jackson. <laughs> There's people that sound close. You know, the weekend really sounds close to Michael Jackson sometimes. Um, and I do a really good Prince, a really good Prince. And that's just to honor those two, you know, two black men who were owners of their own materials until somebody wanted it from them. And so... Yeah, two of the most talented. I, I would put Prince at the number one most talented musician of all time, period. The guy played 16, what, 23 instruments by the age of, what, 16 instruments by the age of 23. Did uh, all the instrumentation on his first four albums. He has a, a vocal range out of this world. He really didn't need nobody except for to have a stage show. I mean, he's the baddest to me. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, today, my word is awesome. Sometimes it's like fabulous. <laughs> today, my word is awesome. That's, that's pretty good. So we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to let you talk to the audience, okay? Okay. <laughs> So high and high. 
Thanks for calling Ham and Staffing. If you're looking for quality staffing, you've called the right number. Daddy, can you bring hamburgers home for supper? Son, don't call me while I'm working here at Ham and Staffing. All of Ham and Staffing friends are satisfied clients, and we have lots of them. Our applicants are screened, and skills are evaluated, and have their qualifications matched up to our clients' needs, so our clients can try before hiring. I thought we were having fish tonight. You can if you want to. I don't like the tone of your voice. You like the goldfish from your team even less. And Daddy, I gave the guppy to my puppy. Don't fish for a staffing company. We cut the hassle, not the quality, at Ammon Staffing. We're as close as 293-1171 for all your personnel needs. KYBN, Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire, UK. And welcome back to today's Indie Artist Spotlight with K.E. Durham. We have talked with K.E. from beginning and middle. And oh my gosh, I know we have so much more to talk about. However, right now, what I would like to ask you is what would you like to say to the listeners? I would like to say to the listeners, uh, get ready for an experience in music that you haven't quite had yet from one group of, of people, from one artist. And the fun is going to be seeing if you can tie together uh, the Black Nova songs from all different genres to uh, to pretty much identify, you know, that it's us. Because with the range of voice and the changing of voice and the changing of music style, it's going to be pretty hard to pinpoint a Black Nova song. You're going to run into us no matter which way you turn. Well, so listeners, today we've been listening to Black Nova's music throughout the show. So you got a little bit of a head start out there, and he's going to give you his website address one more time so that you can go and get that music. Again, that is BlackNovaEntertainment.com. Uh, we are just now launching all of our music, so please keep visiting the Black Nova Entertainment site, uh, BlackNovaEntertainment.com. Uh, you will see the discography page. You will be able to uh, see and hear snippets from all the different albums that we've completed, and you can pick from your choice very soon. So stand by, and we'll let you know when they're there for your taking. Well, I'm going to switch switch gears real quick. Um, you are also an actor, correct? Yes, I'm I'm not too bad. <laughs> a little bit of modeling, you know. Listeners, you got to go to the website and see the handsome young man that we're talking to right now. So tell us a little bit yeah. about that. Yeah, on the BlackNovaEntertainment.com site, um, on the homepage too, uh, you hit the menu tab and uh, go to the uh, Welcome to the Black Nova Experience. Uh, that page, you will be able to see all of our music videos. You'll be able to see uh, some movies that I've acted in. You'll be able to see a beautiful made-for-TV wedding. And uh, we have new videos that we've yet to release yet that are just sitting back in the chambers waiting for um, the new releases that we're due to put out uh, in, in the near future. But it'll be a place, if you happen to be bored, uh, you can definitely go there and lose yourself for a while. BlackNovaEntertainment.com. And you have apparel as well, right? Yeah, we're we're working on that right now. You'll you 
you'll be able to see um, you'll be able to see uh, some of the Black Nova, uh, some of the uh, Black Nova apparel in a video video called uh, "Just the President." Uh, the ladies are wearing uh, the Black Nova dancers are wearing the, the outfit. Uh, there is some some options coming for men in the near future too, uh, but that's a start. If you see those that they're wearing in that video, mind you, it's uh, that one's kind of heavy content, so. <laughs> Well, so before we start to close out, is there anything else, any shout outs you want to give to anyone? Absolutely. Uh, my big brother, Nauru Kwana, I'm eternally thankful for him uh, keeping me uh, up straight and encouraging me uh, when I need it. Uh, he is responsible for introducing me to Mr. Heston Cleveland. Um, and I, he he actually tied me to you. And uh, getting a chance to witness his mother's work, you know, sometimes you do things you think is, you know, just forgotten. And wow, new life has been breathed into her product, and rightfully so. She has the most beautiful, angelic voice. Uh, I told her in person that she was no less than Donna Summers. And Donna Summers was one of my favorites. Um, and so, um, and also, too, my co-producer is not here today, but you can get familiar with him through a dating platform that he He's uh, worked on for years. Uh, the Qualified to Love, you know, Qualified, the number two, love, L-O-B-E dot com. Uh, he has uh, dating and marital help tools there with a, a fun game called the Getting to Know You Experience where you get a chance to ask questions that you might not have thought to ask uh, to really be able to share with each other and, and enhance your unfamiliarity with each other more so than you might already be. Uh, if you want that game, you can go to qualified, the number two, love at Gmail and uh, you'll be able to download the game and, and start playing it you know it's like uh, worksheet sessions and everything so you can find him at qualified the number two love um, uh, dot com and on Facebook and on Instagram yeah well that was pretty good <laughs> so today we have been speaking to one of the members of the Black Nova Experience and it is Mr. K.E. Durham and he has told us all about some of the things that they have been doing, some of the things he's done, how he's gotten into the music industry. And on behalf of KYBN Radio, I'd like to invite you back anytime. You have new projects. Speaking of new projects, before I get into that, you have any upcoming projects that you want to talk about or any kind of performances? Well, besides the um, besides the releasing of, uh, of all of these albums, <laughs> all these uh, singles from all of these albums uh, on a nearby on an upcoming date, um, we are due to shoot uh, brand new music videos. Uh, but as far as play dates, everything's just opening right now, so we're going to see what's available. But first, we want to get our product in your ear so that you can digest it, and you tell us what you want from us. Like Nova's in the building, bringing you some healing, <laughs> trying to make. <laughs> what you're feeling. All right, then. How they say, ah, shucky, shucky. Well, you heard it first here, listeners. Black Nova is in the house. So, again, I'd like to extend an invitation for you to come back anytime. And whether it's to share your music or whether it is to just come in and hang out and visit with us, we welcome you for that. And we wish you continued success in everything that you do. We really appreciate the invitation. And next time, it'll be the two of us, me and Mr. Ricardo Love. We look so forward to seeing you in the future and so forth. 
forward to hearing the response of what you help to put in the ears of the listeners. Thank you. And you're welcome. And I look forward to getting an opportunity to speak with you and Ricardo. And so listeners, that's it for today. And we will be signing off for now. But join us again next week.
This is KYBN Studio One World Advantage Network, and we invite you to join our radio station live by going to our webpage at www.kybnradio.com or listen to us on your smartphone, iPad, or tablet by downloading our mobile app and looking for KYBN Studio One World Advantage Network, the radio station heard around the world, bringing you great entertainment for your listening pleasure 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Come on and join us now. Says, baby. 